0: hey guys welcome to her way podcast my name is juliana and this podcast was created to empower women in every aspect of life that includes career education relationships and most importantly self-development so keep listening and together we'll keep doing things her way Welcome back. I feel like it's been so long since I've done a solo episode, but I'm really excited. Um, today, I really wanted to share my thoughts on social media and how it affects me personally and how I like to disconnect to reconnect. For me personally, I can't spend too much time on social media because I feel like I get exhausted. Like my mind literally gets tired of my phone and I feel like this has been happening more often because of quarantine and working from home and all I have is my phone to connect with co-workers on a daily basis whereas before you know it was like human to human but <laughs> I mentioned in a previous episode that social media is still an energy exchange so it's so normal to feel Drained and tired from the scrolling and just wanting to recenter and refocus because you feel like it's a distraction or a waste of time. So, if you've ever had thoughts of like deleting all your social media or taking like a few months off, there's reasons for this, and you're definitely not alone. I know not everyone experiences these feelings with social media, but if you do, then you and I relate and you get me. So, today I want to share. The pros the cons and how I go about managing social media so let's start with the cons the first one I want to bring up which I feel like is the main one comparing yourself you know comparison is a thief of joy this was something I experienced a lot earlier in the year because I just felt like I was not doing enough I felt like I was running out of time I felt like I knew nothing about anything and I experienced a lot of self-doubt because I mean for a few days I just felt like shit and it had a lot to do with you know comparing my behind the scenes to someone else's highlights but I would say things like wow they're my age and they have multiple businesses or they have this nice car they have this career or all this money and I didn't and it never used to cross my mind until I was getting ready to graduate for college because that's when you're expected to be a millionaire and I really had to reflect on the fact that social media just isn't real life I mean yes they do have a business and they maybe do own that car and etc but there's so much that I don't know about these people and their own lives just like there's so much that they don't know about me So what people portray on social media may or may not be true and I cannot act like I know these people based on a few posts. So during this time, I started to reflect on how much I personally have grown the past few months and I realized that this is my own journey and everyone's is uniquely theirs and that's why social media can be a very frustrating place because if you let it, it almost feels like you have to be perfect sometimes and have life all figured out after high school. And that's so much weight for someone to carry because we were not just put on this earth to make money. And I know it's what we all want. We can't survive in this society without it. Some of us are expensive, but there's a whole self-journey to experience outside of accomplishments that we have to keep in mind. So with that, yes, it's very, very easy to compare yourself to others online. But as long as we're proud of the steps we're taking and the self-growth being made, there's really no reason to compare your story to someone else's. And I would say the second biggest con to social media is the mindless scrolling. Because these apps are designed to be addictive. They're designed to reward shallow and hurried thinking. And that's why we click on these apps when we're bored. And sometimes when we're not bored, like we'll be in class or we'll be at the gym and we'll still click on these apps. And it's all out of habit. I think it's something like Americans click on their phone or check on their phone about 96 times a day on average. And I mean, if you watch The Social Dilemma on Netflix, these creators just know when to send you notifications, when to keep you engaged for ad revenue and Now it has become a habit, especially when you're not busy and when you're just at home, like the mindless scrolling just becomes a pastime that we don't even recognize. And I mean, that's also why they've created likes in the first place, so that the human brain can seek those likes as a form of validation, which leads to a dopamine hit, which then creates the addictive cycle of social media. And that's the next point that I wanted to bring up is that I've watched so many documentaries on like social media and listen to other people talk about how it has created people to feel like the likes are a form of validation. So, you know, getting a lot of likes makes you feel like the picture was really nice. And maybe on the contrary, not getting a lot of likes, um, causes the human brain to be like, okay, is this picture ugly or what? And then... <laughs> Um, which shouldn't be the case because I mean we liked the picture in the first place We thought it was nice and that's why we posted it and and honestly It's not even that your picture is ugly. It's just that instagram's algorithm really sucks like entree like on a side note Instagram's algorithm sucks ass, especially now because they have it set up to where you you can endlessly scroll And to see your actual feed and your actual friends and the people you follow You have to click on like a whole other feed. So honestly, It's kind of hard to see everyone's post this way, which is kind of annoying because I always want to hype up all my friends' pictures and sometimes it literally won't even come up on my feed, but anyways, the last con that I wanted to bring up is that sometimes it feels like you're wasting a lot of your time, especially when you get that weekly screen time report and it makes you realize like, damn, I spent X amount of hours doing basically nothing when I could have been working out or doing something else, but... I do think that we should spend a small amount of time on things that our brain doesn't have to work so hard for, like social media, um, video games, playing Among Us. I know I play that all the time, but <laughs> um, those mindless, found upon activities. Because, like I said, we don't always have to be working on something. We weren't put on this earth just to be productive. And while I definitely think that we should limit our time on there, as um, I also think that you know we should reward ourselves to avoid going crazy and if you do spend a lot of time on there you should definitely find a way to make it your job because there's a whole bag you're not collecting sis if that's the case but I personally I don't think I would ever eliminate it completely because I do think there's good things about social media it's such a great tool when it's used correctly and brings out a whole different realm of opportunities For example, social media is good for any creator or business. It helps increase revenue and it brings attention to the fact that your business exists. Like people have literally created just online businesses. So it's amazing for that. It's also a really good place to learn from others as well. If you're following the right accounts and are like constantly inspired, you can definitely learn from other people. And obviously, it's a great way to stay in touch with old friends, relatives, keeping up with them and celebrating their successes meeting new people and I mean there's tons of people who meet online. And I also think it's a good way to express yourself. I know I was following someone on TikTok and she was like a creative designer or something like that and like a marketing designer. I don't know. And she would constantly make TikToks on her work and tag TikTok. And she ended up getting a job there. So that would have never happened if she had not been on social media. So I do think that there are some really really good opportunities out there and it's also super informative. I mean while it's not always true it's a way to get quick news. I know Twitter is always the first to know everything and sometimes the only place that I've seen certain news shared so that's also another plus plus. and the positive cute videos and memes that like just make your day so I mean there's good and bad in everything but honestly I feel like We can get really caught up in the bad. And right now I have three Instagram accounts. One is my personal account, one is my podcast page, and the other is my fitness account. And if I were to list the order of my favorites to least favorite, it would be my fitness page is my favorite, then my podcast page, and then my personal page. And honestly, I spend the most time on my fitness page and can go days without touching my personal one. And basically, this fitness page, how it came about was um, I joined this community of girls and we all work out and we all have a virtual personal trainer, which is another pro of social media. I would have never found her if I didn't have an Instagram. And we all are in a Facebook group and that's how we keep in touch and that's how we know what workout to do and things of that nature. But we, a lot of us created Instagrams where we all just follow one another. And honestly, I do not know any of these girls in real life. But they are some of the sweetest, most supportive girls I've ever came across. And this community is just so real, honest, and raw. And my whole feed on that Instagram is filled with girls just trying to be better. Girls who have goals for themselves. And sometimes they don't reach them in the time frame that they expected to. But they keep going. And I'm so inspired by every single one of them. And I would say... of the pictures and videos posted on there are unedited. Unless it's like a selfie or something. And it's honestly so refreshing. Like, I could spend all day talking to those girls. And we all live in different parts of the world and we've all never met. But yet, we know so much about each other. And we go so hard for each other that it's actually insane. Like, And my actual Instagram, like my personal Instagram, feels nothing like that. And while I do enjoy my personal Instagram... It's not something that I can spend a lot of time on daily. I would say, overall, I don't have a negative approach to social media, especially when I limit my time on there. I think it's great for both social and business purposes, but not when it's being overused because I feel like when you start overusing it, you'll know because you'll start using it as a form of validation. You start feeling tired or you start comparing your life to others. And I feel like that's when you should take a detox. And honestly, for some people, they never feel like this. Like I mentioned earlier, social media just isn't overwhelming for them at all. And that is amazing. I wish that was me, but I just don't have that same experience. So how I manage my social media intake to avoid burnout is I usually take like two to three day breaks from all social media platforms. Usually, like, once a month. I know some people might be like, well, why don't you just, like, why do you have to delete all the platform apps? Why not just control your intake? Like, it's not hard. But, like I mentioned, these apps are designed to be addictive. And I'm way more, like, I'm, I'm less likely to click on the app if it's uninstalled in my phone. And honestly, if you have never had, like, a week or month without social media, I really recommend it. You'd be surprised how many times you catch yourself wanting to go on the app and then realizing you don't have it and then having to find an alternative way to spend your time. And I mean, who knows what you'll come up with in that time frame. So I encourage you to try it if you've never done it. I know it's a weird feeling at first because you may even feel like you're missing out on something when really you'll just be out of the loop with memes, gossip, and pop culture. And another thing that I do is I check it on my own terms. So I don't have any social media notifications on i will not get a notification that you liked my picture that you commented or that you messaged me until i open the app i feel like if i did get those notifications like i would pass out <laughs> and this goes for all my social medias except for my email and my snapchat and the reason why i have my notifications on for snap is another way that i keep my sanity is i cleaned out my snapchat so My Snapchat only has my close, close friends and, like, maybe 10 people, I think, have, like, good energy. So, honestly, I rarely get notifications on there. I think everyone should take some time to clean out their social media, like Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. I noticed I was following a lot of influencers, which is fine. I still follow some, but a lot of them were people who I only admired for their looks, what they had. And not because I thought they brought any type of value to me. Like, these people didn't teach me anything. They didn't make me aware of important events in the world. They didn't inspire me. They didn't spread positivity. So I was really taking in their daily lives for no reason at all. So with that... Um, I encourage you all to take some time and reflect on your approach to social media, your feelings towards it, the time you spend, and identify the ways you use it. And on the contrary, identify the ways that it uses you. I do recommend disconnecting for a few days to reconnect, turning off your notifications, and cleaning out your feed. Let me know if you all have other ways you manage your social media intake. I would love to learn from you as well. And with that, I will see you next week.